Hey, I'm Rachel. And I'm Tiffany. And we like to celebrate the many mom badges we as moms earn every day. So if you're hiding from your kids like we are, you're in the right spot. Welcome to Mom Badge Podcast. Hey there, mamas, and we're back. Thank you for joining <sighs> us. We just took a little break. A siesta. Yeah, a little siesta. <laughs> we're becoming Italian. Uh, <laughs> and we are back. And yeah. this week, we are talking about something that is near and dear to my heart um, because my oldest daughter had an imaginary friend. And yep. this week, we're earning <laughs> the imaginary friend badge. And my yes. daughter's imaginary friend name was Blix. And he had some brothers named Bloke and Bluke. So, um, <laughs> and I remember the first time Blix came about, and I was like, she's seeing ghosts because this is terrifying. You know? Because <laughs> she's like, Mom, Blix is climbing the wall. And I'm like, you know what? what? I, we need a priest. And <laughs> I'm like, who's Blix? And she's like, he's up there. And she like pointed at the wall. And I was like, I, and it like my husband came home and I was like, I think our house is haunted. <laughs> I would have loved to have been there for that conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, it went over really well. And so eventually, I mean, she kept on talking about Blix and she and Blix would play games time. together. And um, I eventually found out that Blix was a mouse. So it made a little bit more sense that he could climb walls. And, mm. um, and yeah, Blix I'm... was around for a real long time. Yeah, like, for a long time. A few years, actually. We even celebrate Blix's birthday. And that is May 30th. Oh, it's um, coming up. It is coming up. So <laughs> on May 30th is Blix's birthday. So we should all have... And we... Anyway, the imaginary friend gets a real cake. It's not an imaginary cake. So we can't. Of course not. You can't pull something like that because we've tried. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we do celebrate Blix's birthday still. We yeah. still remember him. Yeah. Well, I remember I remember your oldest always talking about Blix, and I honestly thought it was a middle-aged man this whole time. Yes, yes, because he was old. He, yeah. Yeah, he was old. Like on his first birthday that we celebrated, he was like forty something. Yeah, yeah, that it was weird to me. I thought he was a ghost too. This whole time, yeah. never knew he was a mouse. Yep, he was a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> so and bloke and bluke and bloke oh, and really names. just any sort of like Bean. play on after that is yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She. T I remember her having it for a very long time, very long and time. I was kind of sad with you when mm -hmm. he was no longer around. I'm still kind of sad. I mean, she's a teenager now. I would be a little bit more worried, worried? if she still yeah. talked about a Blix, like, walking around in her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds like a movie. <laughs> you know, okay, so there was that movie. Do you yeah, remember that Drop movie? Dead Fred. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh, is that what it's called? It's called Drop Dead Fred, and I remember thinking that movie was the best movie when I was, like, 10. I don't yeah. know when it came out. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was older. Ooh, that's embarrassing. Um, but I remember thinking it was like the funniest movie around. And mm -hmm. I showed it to my child and I was like, this is the crudest movie I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. Is it's, it crude? They rub dog poop on a white carpet, you guys. What? 
and they pick their nose and flick their boogers and like it's all like things that are like super funny but there's also like i think fred like looks up the skirt of the mom oh my gosh yeah have we are we too old for imaginary friends i okay but i love the imaginary friend in um oh what's the movie one with the emotions inside out oh yeah bing bong yeah. I love... Oh, Bing Bong could have been one of your daughter's mouse really? friends. Really? Yeah. I mean, there was it, He has the name, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I loved him. And there's, like... You know, there's, like, really sweet movies about imaginary friends, maybe. Like, um, having imaginary friends ones that kind of, like, help your child navigate it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> They're really... I mean, I think, really, the best one that describes it that you've mentioned so far really is... Um, Inside Out, you know. You know, Inside Out is is one of my favorites. That one touches my soul. So, uh, I never really had any experience with imaginary friends with the teenager. She did have an imaginary brother, though. So that's true. Wasn't his name like Kyle? Like, yeah, it was like Kyle. Yeah, and she would tell people that we didn't know. She loved telling people we didn't know when she was like four that her, she likes to play with her brother, Kyle, who lives in our closet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the I got some eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. She's like me and Kyle play in the closet. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Who's Kyle? <laughs> Who's Kyle? And then like the person she's telling, you know, complete strangers, like your child lives in the closet. <laughs> so like, we don't have another kid. <laughs> We don't. And it lasted like super short, like six months. And it was like. I don't know if it was that short. I remember her talking about Kyle for a while. Me? Oh, I thought it was like six months. We kind of figured out that it was because it was the same time like you were pregnant. All Mm. of our friends were pregnant and they were all having boys. Mm, mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, oh, she wants a brother. It was kind of sad. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. But yeah, she would play with Kyle in the. What are you doing? I'm playing with Kyle in the closet. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would consider that an imaginary friend. She had an imaginary brother. She did an imaginary mm-hmm. brother named Kyle, and he was always younger than her. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. But you know what I'm what I've learned is is that imaginary friends are super common. Oh really. They are. In fact, there is a study um, from the University of Washington. Go Rachel's husband graduated from here, so she's a little biased. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> they <yeah>. wrote <laughs> they wrote a report. They wrote an article called "Imaginary Friends," and it says that most kids have one or more. And it's yeah. really interesting because it says sixty-five percent of children. Report that by the age of seven, they have an imaginary companion at some point in their lives. And this was a study done by the University of Washington and University of Oregon psychologists. It was just really interesting, though, because they said that 31% of school age youngsters. um, oh, Where was it? OK, it indicated that having an imaginary companion is at 
is at least as common among school-aged children as it is among preschoolers. So, so what was really interesting to me was that they talked about how kids can have up to 13 different what? imaginary friends. They, they compared it to a revolving door. And they so they recruited 152 preschoolers aged 3 and 4 and their parents... And then each child and parent was interviewed separately about imaginary companions. And then three years later, they interviewed a hundred of the same kids, Mm -hmm. 50 boys and 50 girls. And it was just really, really interesting because it said children were considered to have imaginary companions if they said they had one and provided a description of it. If the companion was a dollar stuffed animal or included psychological details as she is nice to me for it to be considered an imaginary friend. And this is what the study showed. While the preschool girls were more likely to have an imaginary companion, by the age seven, boys were just as likely as girls to have one. And 27% of the children described an imaginary friend that their parents did not know about. What? 50. Yeah, I know. That's all like, oh, I wonder if my child had something she never told me about. I kind of want to ask her now. Yeah, totally. Um, 57% of imaginary companions of school-age youngsters were human, and 41% were animals. And one companion was a human capable of transforming itself into any animal the child wanted, which sounds like a really fun imaginary friend. Totally. That's the imaginary uh, friend I want. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds kind of like McGonagall to me, too, in some way. Anyway, mm-hmm. or Tonks. Anyway. Yeah, like a Tonks, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not all imaginary companions were friendly, and a number were quite uncontrollable, and some were just kind of a nuisance. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It said virtually all preschoolers pretend to be an animal, or another person, and 95% of the school-aged children engaged in impersonation so like just by pretending like they were all had vivid it sounds like vivid imaginations Mm -hmm. sounds like it yeah yeah and then they end on this note imaginary companions have had a bad rap from psychologists for a very long time Mm -hmm. and there was a perception that parents were getting the message that having an imaginary companion wasn't healthy but this study shows that nearly two-thirds of children have them and the striking fact is the children of all personality styles have imaginary companions. So that like super logical child who sees things in black and white could still have an imaginary companion. Now, it might be a 42 year old stockbroker, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just as long as he tells me what stocks to buy. But yeah, I wish he would have told me about GameStop. I know. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Where was my imaginary friend then? Mm-hmm. So I was going to ask you, because you, your daughter had a very strong imaginary companion, yeah. as well as several others that came in and out. Did you or anybody in your family have imaginary friends growing up? You know, I, I didn't. And I don't know if it was because I like felt fulfilled, because we had a lot of kids. You know, Mm -hmm. my parents had a lot of kids. They did. Yeah. So I wonder if it has to do with that or the fact that I was just boring. I remember wanting to have an imaginary friend. Yeah. And 
I don't know if anybody else did this, but I wanted to have an imaginary friend. And so I like made up that I had an imaginary friend, but I got like too bored with it because I just wanted to play with my friends. So I was also <laughs> probably eight. So isn't that, isn't that what an imaginary friend is, though, is you want one. So you make one up. I mean, apparently. Yeah. So maybe you did have an imaginary friend. You just didn't like maybe. them. Yeah, I mean, he was boring, apparently. Or she, I, I don't even remember. So, oh man, did you, that's funny. I mean, did your brother have one? No, neither of us had one, to my knowledge. But yeah. like, I've always had a super vivid imagination for as like mm-hmm. as long as I can remember. I can come up with a story, and I can imagine, like, I can see it play out in my head. Yeah. As a as a movie, pretty much. And I've always been able to do that. So I don't really like have imaginary friends, but like I would have an imaginary life in my head where this happened to me and I got to see all the consequences and then I was done. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, no imaginary friends, but definitely I love to play with my imagination. I still do it, though. I still play with my imagination all the time. So I don't know. You and your imagination just hang out. We do. Well, uh-huh. okay, uh-huh. so it's actually kind of funny because I was just talking to my daughter about this because I was like, the one thing that these kids that are younger than us don't have is like too much downtime where they have to be alone with their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I feel like that's kind of the problem is our kids need to be bored more. Yeah, they do. Well, okay, so it was actually really interesting because in psychology today, yeah, so it says children, so like kids that are most like more likely to have imaginary friends are oldest children, only children, and children who don't watch much television are more likely to create an imaginary friend. This probably reflects opportunity. Children need unstructured time alone to be able to invent imaginary friends. So, yeah, yeah so I mean, it's not just like... In order for a kid to, to even have time for something like this, they need to have time. You know, they need you to not let be your doing something. Imagination just soar, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, my mom's a talker. She's always been a talker. I love that. And mom. she made a friend. She would make a friend everywhere she went. Mm-hmm. Especially she started talking about more mortgages. My eyes would gloss over. Oh, I yeah. had plenty of time. To develop my imagination. (laughs) Or card rides. Like, we had car rides where we couldn't, like, watch TV. Because guess what, guys? That wasn't invented yet. No, it wasn't. (laughs) What, television wasn't invented? Uh, Car (laughs) TVs. I remember when I was, like, 12, my cousins got a VCR in their Suburban. And I was like, they're posh. What the heck? How do you even do that? Like, (laughs) it was voodoo magic to me for reals. Yeah, I bet it was. So I think that's kind of, I hope that the imaginary friend, though, isn't like a dying breed. You know, I don't think so. I I really don't think so. I think like I, I tend, I give my kids hopefully enough structure unstructured time you know that they'll be able to not i don't know because i mean there are people who understand the effects of screen time 
So yeah, so they're yeah. not going. I mean, way better most than parents I do. do. Yeah, most parents do. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it's going to be a thing. I don't think it's a thing of the past, honestly. I hope not. I think I just think it's so important that we don't constantly stimulate our brains. Yes. I need to learn this better because I'm terribly Me too. I'm very, very bad. I, yeah. It's one of those things like I should do better, but I haven't. Yeah. And I know it. I'm the same way. Yeah. 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 Dang. We need to make imaginary friends. What would your imaginary friend's name be? Probably Veronica. Veronica. Mine would be Elizabeth Lavender. Ah. I love that name so much, you guys. But I love that name. Did any of your boys have imaginary friends? No, they didn't. Yeah. Oh. So it was your girl, and she was your oldest. And she is the oldest. So she fits, like, really all of these criterias that it says on She here. does. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. does the teenager, because she's an only. Yeah. And the oldest. Well, mm. should we go down our rabbit hole? Oh, let's do it. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Dun, dun, dun. You go first, Tiff. Oh, okay. So this week I actually looked up um, Twitter stuff. And they're like from all over the time periods because I literally looked up hashtag imaginary friends. Whoa. And I uh, found some Twitters. There's not very many. Uh So we can discuss them. (laughs) But this first one is from Action Cookbook. And... She not reaction, just action. No. Action cookbook. Like okay. I feel like it's like a boom or a bam in the cooking. I don't know. Um I don't know. Um, so they say big morning imaginary friend, and then we ran it over backing out of the garage. Oh no. Could you imagine? <laughs> like, hey, I made a new friend today. Oh no, you ran you him ran over. Him over. And it's you like have watching. no idea what they're talking about. Um, so this next one is from Jared Rosello. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it it's, looks French. I don't know. Could not be. I don't know. Um, he said, my almost five-year-old was playing with his imaginary friend. And when I asked him about it, he said, no, I'm the imaginary friend. And now I have my next book idea. Isn't that kind of like a really weird, scary thought? Yeah. <laughs> what a great imagination that kid has, though. Yeah. We're the imaginary friends. Oh, dang. Shoot. Did he just drop some next level dimension stuff on oh us? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Put that kid in school and see, like, he probably Get has, like, a genius some... IQ or something. <laughs> probably. Oh, my goodness. It made me question some things. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, for real. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So this next one is from Nima Funk. And she has oh. a verified check mark next to her. So she's somebody cool. I, uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said, just found out the kid I thought was my daughter's imaginary friend was actually real. Oh, oh I have never done that, but I feel like I did it to my brother. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a very sibling thing to do. Totally. Yeah. That person isn't even real. Yeah. You yeah. Like gaslighted your brother. Probably. The next one is Jen Good. 
There is a child currently sobbing because he doesn't have an imaginary friend and the other kids do. And that is just not fair. So you can relate to this child. Mm, I totally can. Yeah. Yeah. Because you wanted, you always wanted one, but you were too bored with the one you created. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this one is from Unfiltered Mama. She wrote, my son wrote a story at school today about his imaginary friend, Wino. <laughs> I assume questions about his home life have been raised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was trying to say rhino, but the he can't it say his out. R's and L's Wino. quite yet. So it's wino. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she spelled it W-I-N-O. Wow. I N O. I don't know. I just don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it could be so many different things. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one is from KT, and she says, My daughter has an imaginary friend, has had an imaginary friend for years, now that she blames when she does bad things. Today I heard the toilet flush. She came out and said, Mommy, you don't ever have to worry about Monster again. I flushed him down the toilet. Oh, that's cute. She flushed her imaginary friend down the toilet. It's just so sweet. That's so cute. I mean, is it sweet, though? I don't know. Okay. sadistic. I mean, (laughs) you've had this friend for years. Uh Uh-huh. And you decided to flush him down the toilet. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so this one is from Dave Pell. Again, no idea who he is. He has a check mark next to his name so he's someone really cool that I should probably know anyway he said I just got off the phone with the parents of my four year old daughter's imaginary friends <laughs> okay so I really like that he's setting up boundaries early for friendships with the daughter that mm-hmm. he has to meet the parents mm-hmm. yeah um, <laughs> I wonder what the parents names were <laughs> I don't know it was probably something really cute though Something really adorable. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one is from Molly Ball. Again, check mark next to her name. Oh. She said, my five-year-old daughter just told her imaginary friend that he texts her way too much. <laughs> <sighs> I kind of like it when, like, kids, like, imaginations imitate real life. I don't know yeah, why. I, love that. I think I it's think really adorable. adorable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so this next one is from Brian Hope, and he said, kind of wish my five-year-old told me before he invited all his buddies to his imaginary friend's birthday party this weekend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's totally something I would have done. Yeah, I know. You did do. You did I, do. Well, yeah, I did do that for mm-hmm. a summer party. Oh, my goodness. But that was my last one, and I just thought they were just too funny. Those are because so cute. Kids say the darndest things, don't they? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. It's your turn. So I actually kind of have two. So <gasps> there's an article in Psychology Today. And it's funny because when I was doing research when my daughter had her imaginary friend, this is like a solid 10 years ago. So yeah. I think this is kind of like newer stuff. Well, when was this article written? Oh, 2013. So, I mean, it's not super new. But... Mm-hmm. um. Anyway, it was like 
the stuff I was reading is like normally it's for lonely children, like imaginary friends are oh. for kids who are lonely and I was like, Oh man, was my is my kid lonely? Am I not giving her enough like peer interaction? You know, like the mom yeah. guilt was just totally laid on. And really yeah. it's not that at all. Like invisible friends so this is a psychology today article and it says thirty percent uh by age seven thirty seven percent of kids have an imaginary friend. And I really appreciate that. And it goes into, like, certain things that they talk about, like certain imaginary yeah. friends. But I really appreciated this. Um, it says, having an imaginary friend is not evidence that a child is troubled. However, imaginary friends can be a source of comfort when a child is experiencing difficulties. And it goes on to say that a study based on middle school students that um, oh. at a high risk of developing behavior problems found that having an imaginary companion was associated with better coping strategies, um, but a lower social pref preference with peers. But by the end of high school, the high-risk child who had an imaginary companion in middle school showed better adjustment in multiple measures. So it has been shown that like imaginary friends can actually be beneficial for kids. So I mean, it's not like a good or a bad thing it's just a thing you know yeah. and I think yeah. as a parent like we just tend to always be like oh my gosh my kids messed up some way you know or I am yeah. doing something wrong to mess up my kid and well, the, like imaginary friends are totally normal things yeah oh you know? for sure I think yeah. like when when we had younger kids too there was a I feel like parenting advice was very black and white yeah, uh -huh. you know, there yeah. was a lot more mom guilt and now we're just we just know better. And that's really mm -hmm. what it is. We just know better that, hey, there's nothing wrong with kids who have imaginary friends. You know, yeah. it's just another active way of their using them, their imaginations or coping or like all these things. But we're not bad moms because of it. Whereas before it felt like, you know, if you didn't do this one method to get your baby to sleep through the night, you're a terrible mom. And it's just not like that anymore. We're much more compassionate, mm -hmm. you know, and very much more accepting of different styles. Anyway, I hope we are. Uh, yeah, I But hope I so. feel like it is, you know. Yes. Yes. So, um, so my next one is from readbrightly.com. And it's 10 imaginary friend books. And oh. I love books, so of course I'm going to bring up these things, because <laughs> I think it's always fun. I mean, you can always show a movie, which is fine, but sometimes, like, kids just need, like, a book with pictures where you just sit and look at it. Yes. You know, like, I remember having books that I just sat and looked at the pictures. So, these are ten books, um, and we'll, of course, link this up so you can find these at your local library. And um, the first one is called Jessica. And the reason why I liked this list so much is because there aren't very many books on here that I've heard of or have read. So um, I'm definitely like really interested in looking these up. So the first one is called Jessica. And it's about a girl whose imaginary friend is named Jessica. And then she meets a real Jessica in real life. 
and just kind of the hijinks that happens along there. Anyway, so then there's another one called Leo, a ghost story, and it's about a ghost that's a friend. Anyway. Casper? Kind of like Casper. Yeah. So Jane has a friend named Leo who just happens to be a ghost, but she thinks he's imaginary. So it looks like that one looks really cute too. And it looks like it has some cute pictures and things like that too. And then there's one, there's another one coming up called Imaginary Fred. Kind of like Drop Dead Fred, but Imaginary Fred. So, um, and it's about like the Imaginary Fred and he worries about his friend Sam who makes a real friend. So, um, anyway, so that one looks really cute. And it kind of, I think that actually could kind of help kids a little bit like, oh, what happens when my friend makes friends with another friend? So, which is a hard one for kids to go through. And of course they have where the wild things are. I guess yeah. that is an imaginary friend. I yes. never thought of it as an imaginary friend. Is that weird? You know, I, I hadn't either until they like brought it up on this and it was like, you know what, it is, they are like imaginary friends because it happens in his, in his room, everything, you yeah. know? But I would think it's more like imaginary lambs. I don't know. Because that's, yeah. like, totally what I would do is, as a kid like him. I'd, like, mm-hmm. imagine myself going off to these lands and stuff. Oh, you're cool. I mean, my mom talks a lot, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one, I know my kids read. I, I know I've read this to my kids, but if I can't remember it to save my life. But I remember my kids loving this book. It's Skippy John Jones. My daughter loved that book. Yes, yes. And it's cute. And he has an imaginary world in his closet. And um, anyway, so it looks really cute. And the author says this is her all-time favorite picture book. So, I mean, that looks really cute. Um, And yeah, of course, where the wild things are. And there's one called Emma Kate. And it's two special friends who do everything together. So, um, and it's really, they, it says it has a surprise ending. So who is real and who is imaginary, the girl or the elephant. So that one looks really cute too. So go ahead and check these out. I'm going to go, I'm going to pick some of these up for my library. Cause I think that would be just a lot of fun just to read. You know, you know I just I love really, a good book. I love, I still love picture books. Oh Yeah. Like, yeah. my child is too old for picture books. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't feel like anybody's too old for picture books. If Mm-mm. the pictures are beautiful and the story's there, it's good. So I'm definitely going to put some of those on my list. So I actually have a favorite, like, unicorn book that has a sequel. And I bought the sequel because I was like, like, the pictures are just so beautiful. I don't even really care about the story. Like, the pictures are so beautiful <laughs> that I bought the other one because I love the pictures Wait, of the first the one so called? much. You need the unicorn. I've never heard of it. Okay, like look at the pictures. You'll love it. Mm-hmm. We'll link all these books in our show notes. Anyway, so I think what I'm getting from this imaginary friends, um, is that I think embrace it. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Oh yeah, yeah. totally. I I feel like. 
I feel like this is one of those things that like sometimes we like try and squash things and why do we do that yeah I agree with that you know I I think a children's book needs to be written about your oldest imaginary friends like Mm -hmm. I just love the idea as these three brothers you know maybe they're not as old in my books I don't know Blix and Bloke and Bluke yeah Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the adventures of Blitz, Bloke, and Bluke. And Black. I mean, yeah, I mean, there how, was a lot. How yeah. much fun would that be, though, to read? You know, like, I don't know. What would you do differently if one of your kids had an imaginary friend that maybe you did, you know, what would you do differently this time around? You know, I just feel really fortunate because I didn't try and squash it at all no you didn't you know you're 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 such a great mom you really are I've always been so impressed by things (laughs) hey I have known you your whole parenting career (laughs) my sad long career um parenting career well no I mean I don't because I didn't try and squash it or anything I mean I definitely did fret and worry and I think if I were to do anything again it would be to not fret and worry yeah. You know, like just yeah. just give Rachel in the past a little bit of a little bit of a break and just say, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? Everything's fine. You know, everything's fine. She's fine. Your, she's your daughter's going to be fine. Even yeah. when she's a teenager. Ugh. I think what I would do differently is I think I'd ask more questions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't I, mm-hmm. I think I try to get to know my child's imaginary friend. A little bit and write down the stories because if your child is going on an adventure you should write that down Mm -hmm. yeah maybe I I mean you're right I think if I were to do things over again maybe I would like keep a journal better I'm just such a crummy journal writer you know you know what I don't think you have to keep a journal anymore I think you could just record the conversation so true yeah Man, wouldn't it be so fun if your child told you a story about an adventure they had with their imaginary friend and for Christmas you gave them a picture book with it? Oh, cute. Wouldn't that be such a fun thing? And then they can share it with their kids and they're like, I had an imaginary friend and this is the adventure we went on. That's cute. I don't know. It just popped up in my head. I just think it'd be so much fun. But I also really like asking questions. Because I feel like imaginary friend can be like slightly terrifying because you're like, wait, is this a real thing or is this a fake thing? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, when my daughter was like, Blix is climbing the walls, I was picturing like some like Demon. kid like crab walking with like a head like. <laughs> you let your imagination go I wild. I let my imagination <laughs> run all over the place. Yeah. All over I, the place. Mm-hmm. Every so time. I think just accept it and embrace it, you know, and of course, ask questions that ask make sure questions. it's not like a real person, like poor, uh, the poor mom on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, like the poor mom on Twitter. Oh, how embarrassing, <laughs> you know. Also, like, I think maybe have your kid draw their imaginary friend. That might be fun to see, too. Yeah. Or terrifying. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. It was, Bliss was a mouse, so... Well, Tiff, have we earned our badge today? (laughs) I imagine so.
<laughs> we burned our imaginary friend badge. Yep, me and Elizabeth Lavender over here. <laughs> and Blix and Bloke and Bluke over here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining. We are glad you're not up. imaginary. Hey, mamas. We'd love to hear from you, whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, or even email. We want to know your stories, your advice, and what we could do better. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and tell your friends all about us. You can also leave a review so other fantastic moms like you can find the Mom Badge Podcast. So moms, as we leave you this week, hold your cookie dough high and wear those mom badges proud as we salute you and all the hard work you do. Be sure to come back next week and find out what mom badge you've earned. Thank you guys for joining us. Bye. See you next week on Mom Badge Podcast.